0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back once again to the Undiluted Podcast. This is JP, Mike, and Tom Lark with episode 141.
1: How you feeling today, Tom? Oh, I'm hanging in there. 141 episodes. You go, man. Yes, Yo, sir. Thank you.
0: <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, today's episode is all about Doom. Or Dune Part 1, as you see it's called, when the title is (laughs) revealed.
1: You know, everybody's like, oh, this is part one?
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're not going to cram hundreds and countless amount of pages into one movie,
1: (laughs) like the original. Uh, I will say this about Dune. Dune is everything that the Stan miniseries should have been.
0: Interesting.
1: You know this? That, and I'm talking the remake miniseries that came out on um, uh, CBS this year on Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Because the stand is one of those, is like Dune is one of those iconic novels, very influential on a lot of writers and creators and and, and pop culture in general. And the stand miniseries was good, but mm-hmm. it wasn't great movie was great <laughs> Dune was fantastic
2: was yeah I agree I agree I only have like one critique on it and this but the, other than that it was, it was a beautiful uh art you know I was able to watch it from the confines of my home um but this is definitely a movie that you have to go see in the theater
1: Yeah, I saw it in IMAX and it's
2: Yeah, so I gotta go watch it in the theater. Uh, Well,
1: we do have a 4K
0: TV, but I don't think our TV did it justice, and I could tell. (laughs) Oh no, I have a 4K TV and a nice sound bar. I was kicked back at home. It was I loved it, but
1: yeah, I still love it. it was, I, 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 I could was, tell. Like, tell that do, it do, has, do. Yeah,
2: it has to. You, this is a, a cinematic theater mm-hmm. movie. It's, it's made it Absolutely. It's nice. on the
1: big screen on that IMAX screen. You can see those grains of, of sand and you can see this spice. Yeah, nice and
0: clear. I, I, mm-hmm. I might check it out again in the theater this time, but we'll see. It's
1: well mm-hmm. worth the money. Well worth the money spent.
0: Mm-hmm. So let's dive right into it. Um, doom it just dropped on in on hbo max and theaters did pretty well 40 made million 40 million dollars
1: <throat> um, to add to the 220 million it made overseas already oh
0: man didn't know that <laughs> so i'm sure warner is very happy about that and we will be seeing part two and um denny velenuve he agreed to direct part two i heard already so um well, he's got I... a
1: three movie plan and his his three movie plan has always been to make dune the book into two movies because that's the only way you can do it mm-hmm. because the, the first and the second half of the book are, are so different in tone from one another um so you have to do it that way um a good portion uh, 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 uh i think a good third of the second half of the book paul's not even in it wow God, he's, in a, he's yeah he's in a coma
0: Oh shit! I didn't yeah, know.
1: That. Spoiler alert! Um, sorry, um, but that's the only way you can do it. And uh, they're going to skip the second book and then go straight to Children of Dune. Things so? oh, oh, I already know. So that's what Denny said. Those three, th- th- those two together, tell one complete story. I do know. Um, Paul and um,
0: what's her name? Uh, Ch- so they, uh Chani. Chani. They end up. I don't know if you want to
2: hear these spoilers, Mike.
0: Uh, okay. I, I, I can care less. But, but it's, from uh, it's from the book. That's from the book. Yeah, like, to me, it's, it's, to me it's not a
2: spoiler, but, you know, I've already seen the movie. So, like, whatever you guys say, right. you know. Now, so have you seen the David
1: Lynch, Lynch
2: the movie? Yeah. So, the movie, I'm a, you know, my my uh focus is on the movie, but you guys can tell it, you know,
1: how, yeah. how you have see Have you guys it. seen the David Lynch movie?
2: David no. Lynch. Uh, you talking about the old what, one? The
1: 84 film, yeah.
2: Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah, we had it on VHS.
1: Okay, well, so you know some of what's gonna happen in the next film already—that mm-hmm. um, Jessica's gonna give birth to the evil mutant baby. <laughs> uh, a little level II. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <clears throat> i guess you could call her the the to of Chucky, um, <laughs> but as a, as an evil super nun niche nun witch Jedi, because that's what the, ben, ben, uh, the, the Bene Gesserit the the Benny Jesuit are—they're nun Jedi. Um, she comes into play Paul becomes Muad'Dib and they have the Jihad it starts they take over the Emperor that's how it goes that's what the next film's gonna gonna be
0: so basically um okay oil will start at the beginning well usually when they announce an all-star cast like this like I become a bit skeptical like I think like ah oh, this might not be so good but you know they proved me wrong Cause I sat there, and um, like you said, it's visually stunning, and the acting is on point, and it kept me interested. You know, mm-hmm. how about um, Oscar Isaac? Is this Duke Leto? Oh, he he's all over the place, man. Mm-hmm. From Leto, Leto. <laughs> okay, yeah, he, Oscar Isaac. He's about to be um, Snake in the Metal Gear Solid movie. Like he's doing, he's in Moon Knight. Yeah, he's all over the place. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, if we're going to get something out of the J.J. Abrams Star Wars verse, it might as well be Oscar Isaacs.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, he's great, man. <laughs> man. He's breaking down those walls, you know, those stereotypes. You know?
1: Well, you know, he's done it his whole career. Ex Machina, um, one of the oh, yeah, early films. Oh, God, it's such a great dystopian cyberpunk horror movie i mm-hmm.
0: drove i drove an hour away and paid 20 bucks for parking to see that movie because that oh. that was the only theater that i was planning yeah uh which one well worth the drive oh, uh, oh the Ask monica Ask mocking okay, okay. Gotcha.
1: that's yeah. so ter- that movie's so Check terrifying. That out, y'all. i watched that and I, I get to the end of that movie when she locks the doors on him i'm like oh
0: god <laughs> that can absolutely be a future for yeah. us.
1: i called her a she too it's a freaking robot. Never mind. Back to <laughs> uh, Doom.
0: Elon Musk is actually working towards some uh, drones that may eventually be similar to that. But we'll I don't see.
1: even think Elon's a person anymore. I think he is one of his robots. He probably is. <laughs> 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 Elon,
0: uh, he comes off sometimes like data from um, Star Trek and shit. But, um, yeah, man. So, like I was saying, the cast... Um, great all-star cast and I'm happy for you know, us pro wrestling fans it's, it's always great to see Dave Batista and great things like this and his
1: resume is building up pretty nice yeah. He, you know, when you can scowl as well as he can you're gonna get these roles and it's all he did was scowl and scream <laughs> oh, oh cool who are you talking about? are you talking about? you're talking about
0: Chaser?
1: Huh? Oh, yeah, Batista okay. yeah. yeah, perfect Chase... role for him
0: Jason Momoa in there. Everybody loves him. They and, cut out and, a they,
1: whole sequence in that. Yeah, movie. that was my only
0: critique
2: um, with Jason Momoa. They used him as a, you know, from a marketing standpoint, and trailer, and I think he only had, like, two or three scenes in this whole
1: movie. Well, yeah. well, here's the thing. They well, put they were pretty a whole significant, scene of him. Yeah, they, they,
2: yeah, I only say one part was significant, but, like, it was, like, I felt like he was very expendable.
1: <laughs> well, when I anybody saw him playing Duncan Idaho, I was like... Yeah, they, 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 yeah, I <laughs> <when> <laughs> really yeah he dies in the first half of the book i said to myself yeah. the girls are gonna be pissed
0: yeah <laughs> that,
1: that <laughs> was my only critique I, mean, I feel like
0: this is about the care They established the big brother like you know con- uh, yeah but did they with him and paul but yes did they did they? Yeah, like right away i, I don't yeah. think so I don't, I don't
2: think it was enough contest there uh it could have been i thought that part could have been more expounded
0: on it was like that's when that's why i say oh, yeah, like you know part two saints here's what i took away from this all right well paul every like person that you see him interact with you can it feels like he he took a part of them yeah, and that, for them. that made that made up yeah. his personality yeah. like um jason momoa's character that's he's like the adventurous uh like uh i say i don't want to say han solo but i don't know that's something I think he's that a rogue
1: like. yeah. yeah he's
0: that type of guy you got his dad who gave him all his like morals and you know like everything and his mom who was helping him with the voice and everything and it's, and then you had his instructor who obviously taught him how to fight how his combat moves so it felt like every character he, he took some the best thing about them and that makes him up yeah like
2: he had uh, all, what i'm saying is from a, a technical movie standpoint how it was portrayed i thought that they could uh he could have had more screen time with jason Moore. Uh, I, thought, yeah. I thought that was an opportunity missed on that part, and but like uh, that, that was like I said, I love the movie. That was my only critique on it. Yeah. I mean, we, we can agree to disagree on that part, but that's my only critique. And I wish they, uh, Jason Moore would have got a little bit more screen time.
1: And the scene that they took out of him too was a halo dive onto onto Ar- Arrakis. Mm-hmm. of him falling through the spice.
0: Yeah, <laughs> why did they take that away? They,
1: they thought that it just dragged the film too long. Oh, yeah. They've got five, they've got a five hour cut of this movie out there. I am not surprised. <laughs>
0: I'm,
2: I'm <sure> <laughs> I, 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 I thought it would be longer than that six hour cut. Or
1: something. Yeah, well, be there's like, a five hour um, cut of this out there somewhere. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe we'll see it on HBO Max in the yeah. future. Yeah, you you can tell the, the, the the
0: fans
2: You can tell they took a Justice League approach on this one. Release well, <laughs> oh, the yeah, Snyder absolutely. Cut of Doom.
1: And if anybody talks about any plot holes or anything in the story, that's what you can attribute it to is them cutting down some of the politics that are in the novel to make it more presentable on the screen. Um, there's a, there, you know, there's, there's scenes in the, in the, in the book with keys and the Harkonnens that aren't in the, the, the movie. Um, and and in the in the book and in the 1984 film too, um, the homophobia aspects used with the Harkonnens um, using homosexuality as a deplor- deplorable aspect of their personalities um, that was cut down a lot too in this movie um, because of you know our public generally having more acceptance of those with alternate lifestyles nowadays so there's a lot of things that they had to fix with dune for the modern audiences and i think i applaud them and everything that they did
0: Yeah, it's like i said it held my attention the entire time Um, there are some things that they changed that i didn't see many people complaining about so i'm like
1: cool all they really changed was people's sexes
0: yeah. Yeah. That's like, awesome.
2: Yeah. But I uh as far as attention span, like this is definitely a movie that you probably have to watch first thing in the morning. Like if you watch this at night, you might get a little sleepy. <laughs> I, I fell asleep on I had to wake up in the morning to watch it to figure out what I missed. I
1: could I've have watched it four times and I haven't gotten doughy eyed once. Yeah, and, and, and a I'm not saying uh, movie in I, front I, of me.
2: And I'm and not I'm, saying that to say that it was boring or like that, uh, but it's just a long movie. It's a long movie.
1: If you put a Ridley Scott movie in front of me, same, uh, same length, I'll, I'll, I'll nod out. Guaranteed, twenty minutes into it.
0: Speaking of Ridley, man, um, man, I, I went to go see Prometheus in the movie theater, and I did not know that it was an alien prequel, and I loved it. And yeah. someone had a seizure in there. I hope they're alright. A seizure in what? Uh, in the movie theater when I went to go see. Oh Prometheus. wow! I hope they're good though. Oh man! Damn. Yeah, it's crazy. But, um, so let me ask you this, um, being someone that saw the original and also around the, you, you saw the original Star Wars when it was originally, uh, released, how did you feel about the two? Cause you see comparisons and.
1: Well, I always looked at Dune, the book as something almost biblical to me. Oh, um, I could see that in the novel itself, the opening of each chapter has got you know this history written down uh you know or some commentary about what happens in that chapter Mm -hmm. so those those openings make each chapter makes you want to read more of each chapter um so when the the lynch movie came out and i saw the visuals and saw you know know, you've got that bar up to a certain level because of george lucas and the star wars films Mm-hmm. and you saw the shitty special effects in that film on the trailers
2: oh and which movie?
1: Dune the David shitty. Lynch Dune film in 1984 gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't and then I saw what they did I was like they made Paul an adult? what the hell? Paul ain't Luke Skywalker yet? he's a boy <laughs> in this book I am I had nerd outrage then mhm you know so i i just disregarded it and then when i finally saw it i was like oh and I, it was like we we would throw things at the screen damn yeah it was that, it was that serious huh? yeah we hated it damn but the the, the old movie thing. yeah the, the
0: the david lynch film i didn't know that i thought it was like the cult classic amongst
1: it I became think. a cult
0: classic over i didn't time. have a problem with it yeah
1: yeah because I... people said oh shit, this is the only version we're gonna get of dune let's learn to love it Oh, so you
2: think people like was forced to like the movie just because it was enough. Yeah, I I really do
1: because David thriller. Lynch is involved. It's got David Lynch's name on it. So if you're edgy, you have to like everything David Lynch put out. I'll be honest. I felt the Lynch version was boring. It's it's not a good movie. My here's my here's you want to know my true true meter of a movie's good or not I have my wife watch it with me my wife is total middle America she watches reality shows she votes on American Idol still to this day okay <laughs> she watches every season of Survivor religiously alright if she stays awake during a movie it's a good movie if she nods off at any point during that movie it's not a good movie or if she gets on her phone or gets up and just decides and walks out of the house you know it's a bad movie Yeah, yeah, I tortured her with the David Lynch Dune movie last year, and it was torture. She said, Why are you making me watch this? This is awful. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) (laughs) and you know, my
0: only memory of that movie is when he puts his hand in a box,
1: yeah, or or Sting, Mm -hmm. oh, with his goofy, you know, hair spiked up, and he looks like the heat miser. From, yeah,
2: from Year Without a Santa Claus. Yeah, I like the uh, Patrick Stewart character.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But that, that's Gertie. Yeah. And you, you got Josh Brolin playing him in the new one. Yeah, duo, Brolin just, did a pretty good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That movie had a great all-star cast, too. The oh, 84 yeah. did. But the the sets don't age, haven't aged well at all. The The effects have not aged well at all.
0: Right. They, if were, you go back they were bad it, to begin with. Especially if you have your kids sit down and try to watch it with you, they're gonna look at you like, "What the fuck is this?"
1: Yeah, <laughs> we'd rather watch a race than this, Dad. Thank you.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, 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 yeah. This movie is not for kids, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> and then the the TV mini series that Sci Fi Channel put out, you know, the one bad thing that James McAvoy's ever done. Um, that had, the, the, again, that was off with the. With the with the way they dressed and the costuming, the
0: costumes were
1: crazy. Oh yeah, it was like ah, this uh, Denny got it, nailed it. His his production team nailed it. The Benny Jesuits, I I, I'm watching them on the screen. That's them in the book. It's exactly what they look like in the book. They got it right.
0: And in the sci-fi series, they had like the blue eyes like glowing. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, well the blue eyes comes from the spice. And well, I,
0: I saw a complaint about the series like the eyes weren't supposed to be like
1: Right, you're right. But... The many Jesuits weren't supposed to but they were trying to use that to express them using their powers. You know, using the voice or using the weirding way. You know um, which is the force in Star Wars, by the way, people. Pretty much. Yeah. Again, these are none Jedi. Uh, that's what they are <laughs> You know even better Even better If their choice of weapon Was a goddamn yardstick And <laughs>
0: hey, you know what I, I like the way that They kept it sounding Kind of old school When they would use the voice
1: Like it's like
0: Yeah That shit off Yeah That was <laughs> cool Yeah it felt kind of Old school the audio You know they didn't do too much they Didn't go crazy With the special effects When it would happen
1: right yeah Dune's so influential on so many science fiction properties when you watch it you can't help but see the parallels and it's it's even influenced stuff like Magic the Gathering. what would you say what
0: franchise would you say succeeded the most after taking inspiration from Zoom
1: Doom Game of Thrones uh, Game of Thrones absolutely parallels there. Yeah. And once again, Game of Thrones, everybody got mad. Oh, Danny did this. Danny. Danny kids. She she shouldn't have done all that. It's not her. You know, Paul's <laughs> not the good guy either, people. <laughs> oh, Secret. yeah. Paul yeah. does some bullshit. Yeah, he Paul's just sense. like Danny in Game of Thrones. They're the same character. He starts lusting for power. Yeah.
0: Which everybody does when they get power. Right. right? It's inevitable. <laughs> But man, I, I didn't think about that Game of Thrones comparison
1: until you just said it. Like, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, well, the, the different houses right there, right off the bat. You know, right, right off the top. Battlestar Galactica, one of my favorite television shows. Either one, you know, the Cylons bombing and killing everybody is the same as the Harkonnens attacking the Atreides and exterminating them. You know, the, the Harkonnens are barely human. The Cylons are barely human.
0: Then we have Jason Momoa in there too Minus the sexually Assaulting people and shit
1: yeah.
0: but, um, So what would you say Like what scene in the movie Stood out to you the most
1: I'm gonna go with The final fight Where Paul where Where, where Jessica finally You finally see Jessica in action where, where Paul has the duel um, I think because it, it's great foreshadowing for what's going to happen with Fade in the second episode, in the second part mm-hmm. Um, and also too what stands out is the heart to heart that Paul has with his dad where he talks about his grandfather that right there, because that, that right there Oscar Isaac shines in that scene He's the perfect dad. You, everybody wishes they had a dad that would talk to him in that timber of a voice, and that calmly, and to say what he says there. You know, no matter what happens, you know, you'll still be my son. The only thing I ever wanted you to be. Exactly. They had their Mufasa and Simba moments. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Absolutely. And there you see, you know, Dune's influence on the Lion King. Hmm.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right on the head with these comparisons. Game of Thrones,
1: fucking light. Star team. Wars, Tatooine, desert planet. Oh, this the spice run, the castle run, moving spice. Mm-hmm. Star Wars, do that. Yeah, it's, it's Star Wars, man.
0: You know, I've been
1: actually rereading
0: um the Forty Eight Laws of Power recently, and that one of the laws they say take, <laughs> use other people's work, and Lord, take credit for Lord, that shit. And that's that I see that's done a well, lot in the world of uh writing.
1: There's only been you know, there's only like a dozen stories you can tell, and it's how you tell them, yeah. And when did the Doom story uh, book come out, um, out? 19... He wrote the books in the 1950s and the action, 1950s and 60s, the, the novelettes they were uh serialized in the science fiction magazines, and then he got a uh. Um, he put them together everybody kept rejecting them because they were you know they'd already been out they didn't want to republish something that had been out and he finally had them put together and compiled in one volume by a auto parts catalog printer mm-hmm. <laughs> of all things oh, no. <laughs> yeah but one thing too you got to keep in mind is that um a lot of herbert's conservative viewpoints, made it through into the narrative. And when you read the book, you have to keep that in mind. It's the same thing as reading H.P. Lovecraft and understanding that he was a deplorable racist. Yeah. You You have to, when you read these books, you have to keep in mind the era that they came out of and the person that created them. And I think that their ideologies that they put into it actually helps you because it exposes you to something else that you normally wouldn't be exposed to um and it helps you in a positive way too because you can say oh i can be like those those fascists and um starship troopers or i cannot be it's my choice you know but now i know about them and i know how these people exist and how they would come to power Um, and that's what science fiction is great at doing is teaching us the people that consume that product about society and giving us viewpoints we normally wouldn't be exposed to because of our culture or because of our class or or whatever thing gets in our way keeping that from us
0: true i mean actually to dive deeper into that concept you have to keep that type of mindset even when you're like if you go back and read the bible i mean there's certain things you know uh you look at how the pope um Adjusted to certain things and denounce mm. certain things, so you know times are changing a lot. So, oh, yeah. keep in yeah. mind things were back then.
1: In, in science fiction like this, like Dune, you can't help but bring that up and acknowledge it because it's that it's that kind of property. It's that iconic. It's that influential on pop culture and in society.
0: Mm-hmm. So let me ask you guys this: How did you feel about the dialogue? the overall dialogue of the book,
1: It's fine by me.
0: Was there like anything that stood out about it, about it or did it always hold your interest when the yeah. characters like have having conversations?
1: You know, the way that Denny and, and the screenplay presented everything, it was organic. The way they talk would be organic. The foreign language would be organic from different you know different planets it all worked together it all seemed real it all seemed like a a a world that we are peeking through a window and looking at that's already all established true true
0: so tell us and the listeners a bit more about the salt
1: spice.
0: i mean the spice i'm sorry spice
1: is what me okay Dune itself is an allegory for World War II and uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Okay, um, Frank Herbert was infatuated with the, with uh, T.S. Lawrence. So um, what, what what do we have over in the Middle East? What, 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 what do we get out of the Middle East, guys? Oil. Oil. Yes, we get oil. Oil and spice are the same thing. They're the same thing um spice allows you to travel through time it allows the, the 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 navigators of the ships to be able to pilot those ships
2: now i didn't see them explain that in the movie so i think that's why uh, J- well uh, they Jer- say it they- yeah uh, i think that's why jared uh, you know asked the question right because it wasn't thoroughly explained in the movie but i know yeah. like like if you don't know if you haven't read the book or it's part of the movie probably don't no.
1: Well, they do say it. They do mention it. There is, uh, when Paul is going over his uh, lessons about mm-hmm. Ar- Arrakis, it talks about this place and how important it is to the guild, to the space guild. And, and the guild steersmen are the ones that run the ships. It allows them to. Uh, full space and time in their minds
2: yeah so i viewed it as an energy source or some type of resourceful uh needs so that's how i viewed it yeah um because i mean that, that that just like if you look at human society we're always fighting for uh goods and that's a how fuel. i viewed it yeah and mm-hmm. fuel so that's how it's I a viewed fuel it. yeah but it, it i don't think they thoroughly explained it enough to where the audience could understand what the spice was it, it was so heavily focused on the paul yeah. story and how the how their uh war as got started and about to begin so.
1: yeah and another thing too is that too often people misconstrue that it's a commentary on like drugs and, and psychedelics and cocaine and stuff it, mm-hmm. it really isn't the metaphor for the spice is oil or any fuel.
2: Yeah, but I think watching this movie, I don't think nobody, you know, misconstrued it for that.
1: Oh, yeah, trust me.
2: You, you So so you think people watch this movie thought it was drugs?
1: Not just this movie, any version of and There's people that just call it Space Coke. <laughs> Space <laughs> Coke.
2: That, that's new for me, man. I, I
1: wouldn't yeah. Get that. yeah. It's been a thing in the nerd community for a very long time. Like
2: Even as, as a reason. Midwestern, I didn't get that from them.
1: Spice it up. Picture the commercial space acid, uh huh. That's what they call it. Damn, yeah.
0: Um, so how did you guys feel when it played the betrayal played out? Man, and we see Leto end up meeting his demise. Uh, now I was a little confused on that one, uh, that part
2: because it's like he betrayed them, but he also helped them so it's like okay where well, he did didn't you... help
0: him because he did... didn't have any malicious intent behind it he wanted to save his wife yeah right. but he
2: also saved you know uh his wife uh 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 i mean uh D- the dukes you know paul and and his wife so he also it was yeah because like... the man
1: was with was not without conscious
2: yeah yeah i i got the conscious part of it but it was oh. like he was like so in i felt like he was trying to be neutral and then he also betrayed them at the same time but he also helped them out you know by letting
0: his family uh have a chance to get away so yeah because he he didn't have any malicious intent behind it. he didn't want to hurt he didn't want to betray the king but i mean he didn't want to betray leo but at the same time you know what do you do when someone has your wife you know yeah. like oh you get you do this and i'll set up free which didn't play out well for him obviously he ended up you know dying any fucking way and she's dead obviously but
2: yeah but i'm just looking at it from a logical standpoint i understand that how he wasn't a villain yeah i understand that uh but he played in that gray area so much it's like dude are you gonna go all the way and betray the man or are you not that's how i kind of view it but it seems like he was on the on on the good side for the most part and i would he should have took his chances by you know sticking you know like yeah that's I'd another like, thing that's well, as I let the king go at that point you know they like, go into more detail
1: good. with that in the novel that's one of those things that you're talking about from earlier that is I didn't really get this because of this well in the book there's more interaction mm-hmm. between keys and the Harkonnens it made a lot of sense to me because I yeah.
0: feel like he wasn't a bad person. He just wanted to save his wife. Yeah, yeah, but but I'm not yeah. saying it
1: did not make
2: sense. Like that's not what I'm saying. I understood the it was like yeah, it was just like from a character. Like I look at when I watch movies, I'm just trying to understand the character point of view, you know, and how it's portrayed to us. Like I well, already I, I, I already understand. I'm such a philosophical person and like I already understand his point of view and what what cause he said it. But it was like I'm like man why you might you know you know you're about to die you just let the man family go which is what he the guy it's like you reneging on on your uh on your agreement with the uh with, with this dude that, you know like you kind of reneged on the deal you know like dude's trying to kill you know that whole family I see <laughs> what you saying but
0: <laughs> right. I, I, I guess I guess he was under impression the, the impression that as long as he delivered leto that it would be fine
2: hell no nah.
0: <laughs> i think they were going to kill him regardless yeah yeah
2: yeah i mean and yeah we we know that looking at it from the whole point of view but it's like if you're going it's like how you it's like he was one foot in one foot out and it's like nobody wins in that situation obviously but it's like i'm like i'm just trying to understand put himself in the character mind spread on how that how was presented to us that's all <laughs>
0: and you know just just for discussion it's a fun discussion you know just to think I, about I think it boils down to him genuinely being a good person and he probably yeah go through yeah it, yeah you know, yeah, yeah
2: most definitely
0: having them all killed well if I'm a good person you know I'm
2: like hey man you might as well let the king go And like I would have asked the deal and you know I
1: don't know I'm that staying out sense. of this part of the talk because I know you know there's there's stuff that you learn when you read the book that they don't have in the movie
2: Oh. yeah 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 but i'm like what more is in that book than what we've seen you know that we're not missing
0: that that you can give away well in the let me ask you this the book do they present it that there's any way possible that he could have taken a different route
2: yeah okay, okay. well the, the, i think it's fair game to to discuss that well, if, okay. if, if you can uh relay it well like well what's your thoughts on it or from what you know
1: well, you have to. He had a choice. He could either, be he could either, betray to the duke, and be able to get revenge on the Harkonnens, or he could not. So he took the thing that was best open to him. That's it's, what
2: you, It seemed like he did both.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, well. Yes and no.
2: Right. Yeah, it's that type of thing, right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's, also like,
1: it's a more... yes and a no. Like, like for example um the um, what's her what's her what's her what's what oh gosh he's a guy in the book and I forget his name or her name in the in the, in the movie um she's the one that helps Paul Je- uh, and and Jessica escape oh the uh... Uh, the, the doctor, not the doctor, the other one, the other character. Uh, hold on here, let me. Shiny, uh, Shania, or
2: hold on, let me find
1: not shanai uh, uh, Leah Kynes.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's the doctor, Dr. Leah Kynes. Yeah,
0: yeah, um.
2: Well, she didn't. Pre- was she wasn't presented as a doctor uh, in the right, right, right. Yeah, right, but but, right. but I, I know she's a doctor
1: though. Right. Well, the thing with her is that she's also conditioned to be to to do everything for the
2: the sand people, right?
1: No, for the emperor.
2: Oh. So she gotcha,
1: went against gotcha. her programming.
2: Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Yeah,
1: because those mentats. She's a mentat.
2: No, but but what she did do that. The, uh the other guy didn't do what you know what we talked about that she went all the way against the emperor it wasn't no conflict of interest as far as like half and right. half not she really decided and that's then that's why i'm questioning this guy's uh a position a little bit because that character it, we didn't even question what she did but this right. character you know what i'm saying now now you see what i'm saying yeah yeah so yeah
1: by the way Max van Sido played that character in the movie the original movie gotcha yeah. so it was no
2: question that's what i'm saying it was like you might as well just <laughs> let yeah
1: it's know. like she she helped them just yeah to she help went on her way yeah yeah
2: but the book and she knew she was gonna you know like she pretty much okay she was okay with sacrificing herself to a extent you know
1: yeah in so, the book she wasn't like that it's okay totally different a little okay. different gotcha because they, they don't show you the conflict that the character was having internally mm-hmm. so to see that would have been better, I think. That's my only complaint with the movie, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get to see that—that that, that battle, that internal battle that can the the Lea, Lea Kynes had. Mm-hmm.
0: So why was he sitting there naked, man? I know people were wondering that shit.
1: Why they strip? <laughs> Who? Oh, because the Harkonnens nope. are are homosexuals. Oh. Uh, and they're BDSM. How'd Who you was like who's in their neck? Uh um, we talking uh, Duke, Duke Leto. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, oh
2: gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Again, that's that's part of the quote unquote homophobia uh, that uh, was rampant during the time period when Herbert wrote, the, wrote these stories. Uh, that's that's an example of it but they used it here because you know it made him look you know completely weak in front of his enemy and that's man, why then he kept that in there this guy who betrayed
0: Duke Leto his uh, his name was Wellington he was played by uh Dr. Yui Dr. Yui yeah he yeah. was played by Chen Chang yeah yeah Yep. and I believe this was his first English speaking role in a movie. Even though he was in quite a few uh, American movies,
1: right? And there's there's more interaction with Doctor Yui, than that's the Harkonnens in the books than there is.
0: Wow, you, the said,
1: too. you
2: said you said know, that's Ossie Bar. You said this was his first role, English speaking role,
0: and although he played in several American roles, uh, movies, American movies. I mean, well, movies that were released in America i mean ah okay gotcha yeah well i think he was a crouching tiger hidden dragon i think but yeah he did a pretty good job i think everybody in the movie did a good job um will i watch it like the entire thing all over again right now i'll I'll probably wait but yeah i'll definitely i'm i think i need to check it out in the theater soon though
2: yeah, I, I yeah fin- let's we'll see it in
1: the theater definitely
2: yeah i might go catch on adobe cinema hopefully sometime this week
1: let's see it in imax mm-hmm. yeah probably so
0: okay let's get back to um you mentioned the, the final fight in the end and that was actually supposed to happen a bit later when they actually reached their destination but the director, he moved it up, you know, to... If, if it fit where they had it. Yeah, to give the indie some more spice. No pun intended. Yeah. It.
1: yeah. And in the book, it does happen when they're in, inside the... Whatever they call their little their little place there that they live in.
0: And I think it played out well. Like, it, it wasn't... I, I like, and like, in a movie or a show where when somebody loses their life, it actually has meaning. You know what I'm saying? And it's not just oh, I killed this motherfucking. let's just move on. Like, you know, that was his first time taking someone's life. And, you know, it was written and acted and directed very well. Like, you could tell it had an effect on him. And I like that they even had the mother even mention it cause instead of leaving that to the imagination. And you could tell by his
1: reaction, like, damn. I just like that fight so much. Because Paul doesn't want to kill Janice. Just doesn't want to. Right. He has to, and that's so biblical. You know, it's like it's like a father being forced to sacrifice his son in the Bible. One mm. of those type of things. True.
0: so it's uh, in the end, and it didn't feel like like anticlimactic or anything. Like it just, I'm glad. Like I, I usually like movies like this to end with like a crazy cliffhanger but no i was cool with it i was like okay cool hopefully we get that part too like (laughs) like at least the beginning of 2023 yeah that would be awesome yeah and that was another thing
2: i didn't know it was going to be a two-parter uh like a lot and that's just me not i purposely not try to you know read blogs and and rumors and stuff like that (laughs) prior to going to see a, a, a blockbuster movie. Cause I know there's a lot of stuff out there about it, but I always scroll past it. I don't even want to look at it. I don't want to see it, you know, cause I want the art to, uh, you know, speak for itself. And I want to go into watching a, a art or a piece of uh, you know, a movie without, you know, zero expectations. So I didn't even know uh, that was going to be another part to it. Cause you know, I'm stuck on the old movie as well. So that was the only piece of information I had from what I've known about, you know, the older movies. So.
1: Well, maybe we can all appreciate the older movie more now that we have this good version of it out, Um, or at least spark interest in the older version. That it gets maybe a few more streams and more buys.
2: Definitely after this, I can. Yeah, I even want to go back and watch the older one now.
1: Yeah, and I actually want to go back and watch the miniseries. Yeah, (laughs) as bad as it is. (laughs)
0: Now that you have this whole new perspective of, you know, this modernized version of it, <clears throat> so I don't know what. So, what are some expectations that you have of the the sequence? I
1: want, I want the weirding way. I want the fighting. I want more of combat. Um, the second book is is more of a is. Straightforward, you know, science fiction war book. Uh, so I want that. I want I want space battles. I want Benny Jesuit doing the Benny Jesuit stuff. Mm-hmm.
2: I, um, I'm expecting, just like you said, Tom, uh, a lot of um, more fight scenes. I love that they teased what's to come with the sand people riding the worms. And, and uh, oh, yeah, I, that I whole love...
1: point where he becomes the worm rider. Yeah, it's I very love... important to the story.
2: Yeah. I love them showing that Uh, I think that is going to be critical like you said Uh, it it teases what's to come and you know it looks like they're about to open up a whole another universe of this which is awesome to see it's a breath of fresh air for sure
0: yep true so hopefully Warner is satisfied with the way things played out
2: it definitely should be and just to think you remember when this movie was announced at the uh, beginning of the year to come on hbo max a lot of people were pissed <laughs> uh i mean the creators were at least but it's it did phenomenal because
0: the movie i can uh, understand man but i'm not one of those people that need be in the movie theater because i you know i just i always go out of my way to bat by the best tv i can and surround sound and shit like that so and i watch this with my um PlayStation Five 3D pulse headset on, and that was cool as hell. Yeah,
2: like uh, me and my uh my fiance, we sat back in our basement and we watched it right on the couch with some popcorn, and uh I fell asleep on the movie. Funny thing, and and but you know I, you know I put our daughter to bed upstairs, and the next day she, she's gonna you know I, I come downstairs to watch it, and she, you know she kind of left, and she's like, hey, just. Just to let you know, I watched the movie last night. I am like, what the fuck? <laughs> you watched without it without me? me? Right. Yeah. So so uh, she she loved it. And, uh, you know, it was just dope, like you said, Jared, to watch it at home, you know, in, in the confines of your home. And, you know, we have a, a, you know, sound system as well with a TV. You know, if you do it right, you know, it, it feels just like you're in the movie theater, for sure.
1: Yeah, it does. Unless you've got dogs. <laughs> Bro, you and just... they want to go out all the time, like mine
2: do. I'll keep them outside or something
0: for this for the two, three hours movie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep, so that pretty much so any thoughts or any uh thing you wanna add about doing before we wrap it up.
1: I'm glad they did it and I did it and they did it right, and I'm glad that the public has recognized that. Um the you know the the television version of Foundation is out there right now, and you know, Foundation is important on the development of Dune. As far as Dune is important on everything else, but where the difference is, is that TV show seems so trope ridden, and it's not written very well. Whereas the Dune adaptation is just leaps and bounds better, and that, that's kind of disappointing to me. I think. Um, the Foundation series should have been better than it had than it was, and it wasn't. So mm-hmm. we, we're lucky we live in an era where we get two high quality productions of classic science fiction novels that are very influential on everything that we watch and read and participate in. Um, and we get one of them that's great and one of them that isn't. And, and uh which two are you referring to uh Dune is great and then Foundation on Apple Plus is not
2: ah gotcha okay I haven't even watched Foundation yet
1: yeah don't bother okay David S. Goyer that's all I'm gonna say
2: gotcha <laughs> speak, speaking of Apple Plus there's a couple of uh shows I have to watch on there just to check them out but yeah um I thought the movie was awesome uh, it was a great movie uh uh, I think the second one is the one that's going to be, like, definitely uh, really, really clou- uh, crowd-pleasing. I think it's going to be better than the first one. I just, uh, they, they set themselves up for a, a lot of success. Um, you know, I thought it was well-told. Nice, nice pace of the movie. Uh, it was just awesome. Uh, I love the work. You really see a lot of work done in the movie, and and you appreciate the acting as well i love paul the character that's playing the Paul. i think he did a phenomenal job You know, uh, he really was you could tell in tune into the character i think it was the perfect person to play him uh, It's just a great piece of work you know i'm looking forward to it uh you know I'm, I'm just like i did this movie part one i'm gonna do the same in part two going to it with zero expectations so uh you know give it a see what it, they bring you know as far as the action because that's the only thing i would love to see like you said tom Yeah. Just for to see them, uh, get some action scenes in there, and see them, them battle it out in space a little bit more, and see what they do from there.
1: Yeah, it's good. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. We're we're going to see a lot of action.
0: I got one more question though. Before we go, um, what can you tell us about the sand monsters that you know you wouldn't know from watching this movie alone, with zero knowledge of the books? I'm talking about the worms sandworms yeah the sandworms
1: they're, they're the, the they're the essence of of arrakis they're the planet is theirs yeah. they create the spice the spice is a, a byproduct and,
2: mm-hmm. and you know you could tell like once they you know once they learn and obviously the sand people you know have a bond and some type of uh uh relationship with the worms uh I, I, I just can't wait to see them go against uh, the other group there. You know, with the worms and toes. So that's gonna, you know, that's coming. So.
1: Oh yeah, there's gonna be a whole yeah whole siege of that city on that planet with sand worms. It's gonna get ugly. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna get ugly for the ugly people. Can't wait to see that. Yeah, and there will be, you know, there's gonna be twists and turns that you're not expecting. You know, well, just keep that in mind.
0: Man, I'll make sure I check out the next one of the movies. Dude. <laughs> well, that about sums everything up. Yes, indeed. Awesome. Awesome. It's awesome. a so good episode, gentlemen. Thanks, Tom, for jumping on. Yeah,
1: my pleasure, man. I always, I love coming on and talking about things like this with you guys. Thank you, you got for anything bringing coming the knowledge.
0: Up? Pardon? You got anything coming up?
1: Coming up? Well, oh, I, of I'm in the lake. I didn't put another book out this fall, but I, I am in a bunch of books. Short stories of mine are, are, are scattered across uh, different magazines and anthologies that are out right now. Um, one of them is Twisted Legends and my story Yeti Ship Blues is in there. Um, another one is uh, called No Anesthesia. I've got a story called uh, The Hate Box in Her Heart in that one. Um, the new issue of House of Stitch magazine's is out. It's uh, the staff edition, they call it it's a halloween centric uh, uh episode or issue and i've got a short story in there called against the grain so i'm i'm everywhere right now man i'm, I'm getting mm-hmm. my name out there keep up the great
2: work yep. hell yeah yeah keep moving man Right yeah. man right
1: now i'm working on the sequel to the god provides and another book called the home hey
0: that's awesome. dope i got one of your books on audible too by the way
1: nice Well, the God Provide comes out on Audible soon. That's what's up. I'll definitely be checking it out. Oh, you'll like that. You'll like it. It'll be cool. Let me know what you think of the uh, one you got on audio. Will do.
0: Hold on. Let me double check the name of it. Where the fuck is it? It is. What the fuck? I have a million books on Audible, man. <laughs> so do I.
1: <laughs> it's the
0: one with a guy, you know, He's he goes to the karaoke night and shit. Oh, right?
1: Bella's Boys. Yeah. Bella's
0: Boys, yeah. Very detailed, man.
2: <laughs> That's what's up, man. Man, c- congrats and continue and continue success for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, keep hard work. Hard work is what get you get it gets it done. Books don't write themselves. You got to do it. You know.
0: Yep. Yes, sir. Well, uh, this has been episode 141. Keep tuning in. Subscribe, share all that good stuff, people.
2: Definitely. Um, just hit us up. Have any uh, comments, questions? To provide uh tom thanks for coming on and providing the much needed knowledge and uh, backstory yeah, it's my pleasure and uh till then uh peace and love people peace peace